right, Coach. I'm Sherry. I'm Greg. Coach's Corner, Genius Communication, Gandalf and Yoda. Yes. And uh, so uh, I have good news. Good news. Mm -hmm. The Hell Yeah Life Coaching Intensive is open. Mm -hmm. You can go to yourhellyeahlife.com. And you can check out what we're going to do, uh, we've both in person and online. And uh, it's going to be some really good stuff. I liked some of the reviews we got, you know, from, from our first students, like, mm -hmm. just do it. But, like, that was one of them. Uh, game changing. Mm. Um, and, and that one was from the one that it took her a little bit of time, right? Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. things are falling into place. Because oh, yes. she did what you know what yeah. we what we taught, mm -hmm. and when I was writing up the information on the the landing page is what you call you know right um, when I was writing up the information, I realized we have it's funny like you know what you're doing at times, but then you don't really know what you're doing until you sit there and kind of evaluate it. Mm -hmm. And I realized we had distilled the art of self change to three things. <laughs> And so when I was writing the landing page, I'm like, it's three things. That's all you need are three things. Now, of course, the inside work, you know, could take some, some you know, yeah. recognition and all of those things. But to change the inside work is actually three things. Isn't that something? Yes. Isn't that something? Yeah. And so 40 or 90 days, um, is what we ask. Right. And we take you through that process. You know, if you want to sign up again and do another 90, you can. But it's it's going to be good. Yeah. It's interesting that so many times that we think processes have to be complicated. Yeah. To be effective. And valid. Yeah. Exactly. And it's just not true. What we actually find out is the simpler something is, the more effective it is. It is. Yeah. It, it brings everything home. It, it, it gets you focused on what is the most effective thing. That's exactly right. And it's like, so water looks great, but it's only composed of three things. Yes. <laughs> well, and it was funny because, uh, you know, one of our um, people that attended the vision workshop last year, she started listening to the podcast. And I'm like, you just now started listening to the podcast? I was kind of offended. And uh, she said, yes, because, and this was, I thought it was important to get out before we get on our topic today, which is going to be a good one. Okay. Be very helpful to people. But um, she said, I thought y'all just worked with businesses. And I said, well, I mean, usually it is people that are either professionals or entrepreneurial, but anyone can do the work we do. It's not just, we're looking for people that are tired of being the same a year from now, five years from now, 10 years from now, no matter how many seminars and books and coaching they've had, they still just cannot seem to get past themselves. I said, so no, we're, we'll work with anybody. They just need to be serious about self-change, right? That's right. And so she started listening to the podcast. She's like, like this is amazing stuff. I'm like, I know. <laughs> and I'm just, I can't believe you just now started listening is what I was thinking on the inside. But that's what is in our intensive, and uh, I'm excited about it. And um, so, yeah, yourhellyeahlife.com, yeah, has the H on the end. Mm -hmm. I had one guy like, is it Y-E-A or Y-E-A-H? It's Y-E-A-H. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm I was so excited. And the concept is, if it's not a hell yeah, it's a hell no. You only have one life. 
you only have one mm -hmm. and you do not want to muck it up. No. You know, it's like mm -mm. stop waiting. Um, stop wasting your time. Stop wasting your time. Stop staying in situations that erode your confidence and your ability to believe that you can have what you want. Yeah. Because that's the trick on the human mind, it right? Is. Once something has you thinking that it is not possible for you to have what you want, your life is done, yeah. right? Yeah. So Sherry and I are warriors here, right? And we go to war every day mm -hmm. to make sure it's like, oh no, we are not letting that happen. So here in this community, this is what we're saying, right? Mm -hmm. Healing business, healing community. And it's like, let us help you to change the way you think and behave so that you can change your expectations of the life that you have. And like we were discussing before we got started, it's like the butterfly effect. You never know, good or bad, mm -hmm. what one decision, one product might do, one service might do for those around you, but also a community, yes. and even a nation. You know, yes. when you look back at some of the things that and decisions have been made that created both good and bad things. Mm -hmm. And uh, so when you make that decision to work on yourself and actually create the life you want, it the impact goes way beyond you. And that's why we say healing community, healing business, because you know a business is as healthy as the people in it and a community is as healthy as the people and businesses in it. Uh, whether they're governmental, whether they're the average Joe, whatever it is, we need to be healthy people, especially nowadays, man. It's getting crazy out there. You are only as strong as your weakest member. Mm -hmm. You know, it's yeah. like, and yeah, you you have to take care of yourself. And the best way to do that is to make sure that you're thinking accurately. Yeah. And we like to do our part by bringing you a service that you can evaluate. So for the person that you're just describing who just started listening um, congratulations. Mm -hmm. And yes, please tell all your friends. Um, so let's open up your thinking for a second. Business, when you think of business, sometimes you think of brick and mortar, sometimes you think of service, but everything that you do in your life is a form of business. Yes. Are you a housewife, house husband, whatever it matters? Do you manage your home? Do you help to develop your children so that they can be healthy? Do you do everything you can so that your relationships are healthy and they produce for you the experiences that you want? Right. That is a form of business, right? In my mind, it's like anything that is going to advance your life and benefit others to me, is a form of business. It is. You know. Yeah. Um, not everything is a dollar bill that's exchanged. Sometimes right. it's the experience. Yes. And uh, I I wanted to talk about, because when you were talking about, you know, people telling you that you can't do something, you know, if you ever believe that, you might as well just, you know, pack up your bags and just, I guess, waste away on the couch watching TV or something. I mean, there's really not much else to do. <laughs> but, um, so... I had this idea when I was, uh, you know, and I told you a little bit about it that I've got this uh, lady I've been working with and absolutely love her. Just a person that when I first met her, it was, it was funny. Uh, and here's a little tax tip, although I'm not a tax person nor a lawyer, so please consult your tax person. <laughs> but if you, ha I have, you know, on the back of my car, 
launch your brand or build your brand or something and then I have the website. And so my car is 100% deductible because it's a it's a moving billboard, right? That's right. And so I was at a local restaurant picking up our meal one Sunday with my husband and the most cheerful, friendly person came out of there and she was passing the back of the car and she's like, I need that. So she comes over to the window and said, I need to talk to you. And I'm like, okay. And I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> Anyway, so she said, I am launching, you know, a, a spa, like, a, you know, facials and all kinds of stuff, even like lashes and all mm-hmm. that, you know, and, uh, and I'm a startup and I need help. And I said, I'm very interested. And, uh, but just her attitude, just the joy that she, you know, just, it, it came out of her pores. I'm like, that's the kind of person I want to work with. Mm-hmm. You know, a pleasing personality, Napoleon Hill. That's a right. pleasing personality is one of the laws of success. That's right. So we get started, and then it is like all hell broke loose in her life. I mean, I even told her, I feel like I'm walking through mud just getting you launched. Mm. I mean, that's that's because I love launching in startups, you mm-hmm. know. And, and so I, I, I'm like, I feel like I'm walking through mud. And I mean, crazy stuff, murders in the family, missing persons. Uh, she had to move from her place that she ran for years and years and years, had to live in her office. I mean, it was just crazy but here's the one thing that stood out to me she said the one thing that surprised me the most was people i thought were friends and family are actually pulling me down they're Mm, telling mm, me i think mm, i'm better mm, than mm, them because i'm starting this business that um it's not gonna work and she said and then, not to mention the drama they're bringing into my life, mm, and, and mm, she's mm. a very helpful person, so she would you know, give the shirt off her back without a second thought helping everybody else. But when it came time for her to have help, when she moved and she didn't have a place to live, guess what? Crickets. Oof. And I told her, I said, here's the thing. Your personality and how giving you are can sometimes be a weakness if you're not careful and shrewd in how you're dispensing of that at times, you know, Mm -hmm, mm because people will suck the life out of you. So I told her about the crab effect, Mm -hmm. and I figured this would be a good topic. And so the crab effect, and I'm just making up that name. There might be like some scientific name. Well, it is the crab in the bucket. They were talking about the crab in the bucket. So you got this bucket full of crabs, and scientists, I don't even remember what what were they studying, like maybe mentality and thought patterns? I mean, it yeah. looks like it. It's like how people uh, basically sabotage another person, right? So, yeah. Okay. So, this crab is trying to get out of the bucket. Yeah, and, and at first, everybody's helping. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go ahead with it. And then the other crabs pull it down, right? Yeah. So, at first, all the crabs set to work to help the crab get out because they know if they help the crab get out, then they'll get help to get out. Now, whether mm-hmm. the last one, what they do with that one, I'm not mm-hmm. sure. But anyway, so what would happen is that crab would almost get out, and then the researchers would knock the crab back down. And they, you know, well, they'd get back to work, and they would do it again, and then they would get knocked down. So after a period of time, what would happen is if one of the crabs tried to get out, the other crabs would actually pull that crab down. What shocked them was then they had another generation of crabs. And those old crabs taught the new crabs to actually not help crabs get out and free themselves. Mm -hmm. So the new crabs had no idea. They had no experience of being knocked down, but they were trained and conditioned to not succeed. 
-hmm. So I told her, I said, that's what's happening. Mm -hmm. They have been trained and Mm -hmm. conditioned. Mm -hmm. And so it's created this. And you've got all the letters after names. You could probably give some words to this, some language. But it's created a condition where they're going to try to keep you from succeeding because of their. And she wondered if it was jealousy, but I think it's maybe deeper than that. Oh, it is. So. So we're talking about the crab in the bucket. Mm -hmm. And then I would ask the listener to say, just expand your vision of this idea. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I, the whole idea is I don't want you to advance. Your advancement threatens me on some level. Okay. So we could be talking about a family unit. You know, we could be talking about your you know, your background, uh, the people who are in your, your, your network, it could be your family, your friends, relatives, but people who you surround yourself with, you can have that group, right? And so you're aspiring and you're doing some great things and you have people in your family unit, your system, extended family, relatives, friends who are not advancing on some level. Yeah. And so they feel pricked in their heart with some kind of jealousy or insecurity Uh, They're dealing with fears of loss. So rather than face that themselves, right? Misery loves company. So I'm going to tear you down. So now I no longer have to look at the reflection of what I have not done when I see you advance. Does that make sense? Yes. Right. So I'm going to pull you down because if you are better, then you're actually showing me that I haven't done what I needed to do in my life. Right. Mm. Okay. So that's one way you can look at it Mm -hmm. and you can expand that to a much larger dynamic in the world, too which is if I keep you divided and confused, you cannot operate um, in harmony, right? right? And when people operate in harmony, they create great things. Now, I'm not a biblical man, right? But I'm just going to say if I were to throw something out there like the Tower of Babel, it'd be the kind of idea, right? We don't want you to improve because your improvement threatens us. So let me create a situation whereby I can stop you from advancing because I have conditioned everyone else around you to think in very negative ways. Yeah. Yeah. You know. And what is fascinating is and I think, you know, you definitely hit the nail on the head cuz to me it's like why would you want to stop someone from their dream but when that dream is a reminder that you've done nothing with your life then I could see how that would be you're either going to do the work that's needed to change your person or you're going to attack the person that is trying to make life better not to mention the cultural dynamics that are going on here and some of the political ideas that are also there so it's like you know when you reference Tower of Babel it's like because they had unity, they could have done anything they wanted. That was what the Bible said. They could, they will be able to do anything. Anything. Hmm. Anything, right? And uh, so something that was actually uh, going through my head, and I'm trying to pick it up right now. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, when I, when I think about um, this idea of advancement, you want to do the very best that you can. Um, the person that isn't doing the very best that they can, 
it's like it's painful for them. And I know for myself as a clinician, and I've said the scariest person in my life is the person who is apathetic. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is why in my work, it's like I can help anyone. Um, I, I love helping people. But the first thing I want to do is I want to examine your thought. Are you ready to change? Um, if you're ready to change, I'm your guy. But if you want to persist in that same narrative, I got to let you go. Because there's no way you can change that. That's Mm -hmm. exactly right. And it's like, I'm not going to let you affect me with that thinking. And unfortunately for the client that you're talking about, what she found out was the truth. Yeah. The minute she went to pursue her dream, the truth of her surroundings showed up. And it's also a test to see how committed she is to move forward. Well, that's where I was about to go. So okay. where you have you know, these situations where all of a sudden you're staring, you know, it's kind of like, you know, people that die and leave inheritances. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, family members, dads, uncles, siblings turn into monsters. You exactly. know, it's like, what on earth? Like the green-eyed monster, the yes. envy is real. <laughs> yes, and there's is. like all this crazy stuff and people that don't think that way are just shocked. Like, where did this come from? It's been there the whole time. You know, stuff like that just brings it up, right? So I told uh, her a couple things I would suggest doing. But what you just said, you, you can look at it as an opportunity. Because, and I know you can speak to this, when you're pursuing a dream, you got to get lean, Yes, you do. You get lean in your friends. You mm-hmm. get lean in what you choose and choose not to do with your time. Yep. You get lean in your thoughts, in yep. your emotional management, and making sure things are good, right? Yep. So I told her, I said, this is a question you need to ask every day. I said, all that's happening is anybody that would bring you down is just getting cut off. That's that's what's happening. Yep. This is actually an opportunity. Yes, it is. For the life you're creating. Not everyone can go with you. Not everyone's going to fit in the car. That's right. And I said, so you have to ask yourself this question. And this is from the One Thing book Mm -hmm. by Gary Keller. And that's what becomes unnecessary, right? Mm -hmm. So what's the one thing that by my doing it, everything else becomes unnecessary uh, or easier? Mm -hmm. So, for example, and it goes very practical. I said, if one of those family members or any family member or friend calls you and they want to take an hour of your time because they have an, an emergency, because it's always an emergency, mm-hmm. so they have an emergency that typically by the time you're done, you're like, wow, that was a waste of my life for the mm-hmm. last hour. You need to ask yourself, will this get me closer to my dream? Yep. If not, don't answer the phone. That's right. It's like, just let it go to voicemail. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, hey. You don't have to say no. Just don't pick up the phone right now. Right. Make sure you spend that hour taking care of what you need to take care of for yourself so that you can advance your interests, your dream, take care of your family, your goals, your health, and your life. Then after you've done that within that hour's time, pick up the phone, listen to the voicemail. And it's like, okay, do I want to call that person back today? Or maybe I might call them back tomorrow. Or maybe next year or in five years. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, it's... That you're, what do you want? That's been a question we've That's right. at, almost probably every podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if what people are bringing to you uh, is not that one thing, mm-hmm. then you need to say no. That's so right. here's another thing that happened to her. 
all of a sudden an opportunity mm-hmm. came where she could take over a business and probably do quite well. Uh, and she's like, what is that? You know, here I've been working on this dream. And then all of a sudden this opportunity comes up and I'm like, it's the one thing. Does that opportunity go along with the dream for your life? If not, you say no. But coach, it's good and bad things that come that try to keep you from your dream. So, you know, one of the things that's really important is you have to start with the foundation, a clear idea of what you want, right? But then life tests you, just like the seasons that change, right? Mm -hmm. You build your house, you think your house looks good until winter comes and you realize it's like, um... I don't think that those windows work. We might need to go back and do some double pane work, okay, or whatever. Something is always going to test your position. Mm -hmm. That's the point. So how do you know you have faith until it is tested? How do you know what you really want until you are tested? The tests don't have to be something derogatory. So we don't want to have this image in our mind that we're just not going to make it because we're going to be overwhelmed with things. That's not what it is. It's a way to go to quote you. It's a way to make sure that you have leaned out all of those things in your life that become distractions Mm -hmm. because the only individuals that succeed in life are those who are able to successfully navigate those challenges so that they can bring to fruition that which they say they want. And no one anywhere on the planet ever has achieved anything that they wanted from life without going through that process. It is no different from going from infancy to adulthood Mm -hmm. and all of the different challenges that occur in that process. You want to be great, then you're going to be tested. And that's, it's actually a favor. It is. Because going through those specific things prepares you to handle the dream well when it arrives. Exactly. And actually arrive is probably more of a passive word than I want because a dream comes forth with much work. Yeah. You know, so it's not like it all of a sudden arrives and knocks on your door. Right. It's that you've been building, 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 and now you're seeing the fruit of your success. That's right. Okay, so what do you say, Coach, to people, because she's a very giving person, you know, and her joy has been hit. You know, mm-hmm. by all the things going on beyond her control and stuff mm-hmm. that's been within it. What do you tell a person whose very nature is so giving that to say no is mean? I would say that you need to think, rethink the idea of a giving nature. Okay. Okay. So, um, a mother bear, she wakes up from hibernation and she's got three cubs. Mm-hmm. Well, the first thing she's got to do is to feed herself. Yes. If she dies, her cubs will perish. Mm -hmm. So the individual who says, well, I'm nice and I don't want to hurt anyone, fails to understand the first priority in the life of any individual. That is, you must survive. Mm -hmm. And your survival is contingent upon doing everything that you can so that you can survive at the level that you need to. This doesn't imply selfishness, but enlightened Mm self-interest. So each of us has a soul. We have a mission statement that we each have. We were born to fulfill that. 
when we fulfill that, that becomes the gift that we give to other people. Mm -hmm. Well, if you can't say no um, in situations that are warranted, then you are failing to actualize what you're here to do. Because you take away from yourself to give to someone else that that does not understand what it is you're trying to do, you're never going to get to where you're going, right? So the person says, well, I'm really nice and I don't want to hurt anyone. It's like, no, you never hurt anyone with the truth. They hurt themselves. And again, when you look at that, Coach, from that perspective, it's that the very thing that you're going toward, that dream, will actually impact more people than the one you say no to. Exactly. Because if anyone is going to be a friend, Mm -hmm. someone that's close to you, they say they love you and they care about you. Well, when they ask you for something and you tell them that you're not able to accommodate whatever that is at that moment, if that person really cares about you, they should be able to see what you're saying because it's like, hey, look, she has to do something. This person is really good to me, right? Mm -hmm. But if they're not able to accommodate me in this moment, that doesn't mean that they don't care about me. It doesn't mean any of that. It just means that at that moment, they are just not available. Right. If you are processing in your mind something other than not being available to help with that situation at the, at the moment, then you probably have something else in your thinking that you need to sort out. So um, we're put here on this planet to be kind, to be considerate, to be supportive. Right. Nice is a word that was created and often misunderstood. Yeah. There is no such thing as nice. It is, I will help you to the extent that I can when I am able. Mm-hmm. If I'm not able to attend to you at this moment, it has nothing to do with how I feel about you. It just means that my own life calls me to do something right now. Yes. Let me take care of that and then I'll see what I can do. Right. It's like, hey, it's like uh, I can't help you fix your car until my car is first repaired. Yes. Well, here, you know, what you just said, I think, is a definite where truth confronts BS. Here's ah. another one for the, the nice people. Okay. <laughs> Air quotes. So, and, and there are people that do tend to be more compassionate and kind. I mean, I'm, you know, I have to work at it. I don't mind serving. <laughs> But I am not. That's all right, love. You don't have to. You know, I am not nice um, how people would normally define it. But here's uh, something I've told people before that they feel bad saying no. I said, well, you need to do an ego check then. Yes. Because the the reality, I'll try to say this as nice as possible. (laughs) But the reality is you don't want to say no because you're afraid to hurt this person's feelings. You don't want to say no because you don't want that person to be mad at you or to think ill of you. And mm-hmm. so I tell people, you know, you need to do a gut check there. Mm-hmm. If that's a motive, then that's a weakness, you know. Yes, you have a fear of loss that's operating yes. underneath that too. Yeah. yeah, and you have to recognize that because, you know, like a lot of people, when they think of ego, they think of, you know, people are boastful and arrogant and all that. And that's annoying. I mean, you know, that's definitely an issue. But I find a hidden ego actually causes more problems because it comes with a mask uh, that looks good. 
you know? So it's like you've got this, you don't want to hurt people's feelings, you, you know, so you don't tell people no, or you work yourself literally to death mm-hmm. serving everybody else. And the reality is you're, it's actually in your ego. So where everybody's like, oh, yeah, I can call that person. It doesn't matter. They'll drop whatever they're doing and they'll show up. My first instinct isn't like, oh, that's great. My first instinct is, how's their marriage? Exactly. How are their kids functioning? Uh, why are they doing that? What need are they trying to get filled that they will <laughs> drop everything they're doing to go help you? You know, so in my line of work, mm-hmm. <laughs> some of the people who consider themselves to be really nice people mm-hmm. are some of the angriest people I've ever yeah, met. That coach right there. <laughs> and it's because they recognize that they are making a compromise on their life and they never get the return on the investment in other people and they get angry. And after they have accumulated all of those disappointments over time, now you're looking at somebody that's sitting back. It's like, well, I know I care about other people and things like this. And I'll look at them and I say, well, I hear you saying that. So why do you have tension in your jaw? You know, your face is tight when you say that. Are you sure? And then after they think about it for a second, it's like, well, hang on a minute. I think I'm actually pretty angry. No, you're not pretty angry. You're, you're really mad angry. as hell. <laughs> All right, Coach. So here's what we're going to have to do. Because okay. I think we need to continue this conversation. Okay. So we're going we're gonna to end this episode. And if you don't mind, go straight into the next one. Okay. Um, and uh, because that right there... We need to unpack that. Yeah, okay. Okay, so <laughs> now, unfortunately, our listeners are going to have to wait till next week. That's right. Stay with us. <laughs> yeah, and share, and if you have any questions or any ideas, um, everything's in the show notes, so you can contact us. Mm-hmm.